And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Adam Bomb Show. Good morning. Good morning. To you. And you, you. Hey, good morning. Good, good, good morning. <laughs> I'm okay. That's okay. That's what I got. Hey, good morning, Mr. Brantley, wherever you may be. If it's morning, afternoon, or evening, we're glad you're with us. I'm Bob. He's Ed. And this is the Ed and Bob Show. That's what we are. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. You okay? Yeah, hanging in there. You're gonna love this. You're gonna you're gonna love this. We have not had air conditioning for eleven days. Oh my God! <laughs> you gotta be kidding. No, it's miserable. Oh. So which motel are you staying at? <laughs> I'm not because I got a dog and all that oh, stuff, or I'd be staying well, with dogs. mom. Hey, I guarantee you, I couldn't sleep without some air conditioning. Uh, last night, it was 89 degrees in the house. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. She still loves you? Who? Your wife. Oh, she, she went to the hotel. <laughs> Do you not know those guys at the air conditioning company? Well, here's the thing. Uh, when they came out and they looked at it and all that stuff, they said, no, 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 it's, it's, okay. it's pretty good to it. They said, it needs this part. I said, okay, let's get that part and let's get in here and get it done. And then they called me back and they said, Bob, you know that part you need? Uh, it's, 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 you know those little chips that need to be in all those pickup trucks? Oh, yeah. Because it's coming on a slow boat from China? Yeah. My part for my uh, my uh, air conditioning is right beside those chips. <laughs> it says it says Bob's air conditioning part. I hope he likes China now. Ooh, China. Great. Yeah. Uh, well, you might but, as well go on down to Key West and just really get hot. You know. Well, they they said that the part has come in, yeah. and they're picking it up, and they, we have great hopes that tomorrow morning at eight thirty. The world will change. Well, good. I hope it does, brother. I, I hope it do. Does. I do too. I'll so, be praying for you. So you're nice and cold and cool over there, calm oh, and yeah. collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's. She keeps turning it up. <laughs> That's what my wife does. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Let's get number one sixty-five going. You got any news you want to share? Sure. I got some news. I got a question for you. How much does it cost to charge a Tesla? Um, you know, I don't even know. Uh, you know, it's often cheaper. Well, this I'm going to tell you. It's often cheaper than gas. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, well, then that's, is, that's the way it should be, right? Yeah. Every Tesla car has a battery that must be charged, and that charging can be done at various places for various prices. All Electric right. cars can be charged using a regular power outlet at home, but that method takes a long time. It's quite expensive, anywhere from 800 to $2,000. But... Uh, the Department of Energy estimates that 81% of charging comes at home, 14% at work, and 5% at commercial chargers. So to answer the question, according to Energy Sage, the average cost to fully charge a Tesla is $13.96. Wow, that's not bad. No, though the cost can be expected to range anywhere between $9.62 to $18.30, depending on the model. 
Energy Sage says its data was compiled from electric bills from U.S. consumers and blah, blah, blah. The price for a full charge varies by model and battery capacity, but using the U.S. average of 0.14 per kilowatt, electric calculates that most models go between $4 and $5 for 100 miles charge, which you're charging on. The Model 3 is the most easiest to charge and most economical. That's the one my son has is the 3. And it, he has in the garage there, I mean, this was in California, and, you know, he told his um, condo association he's going to put a charger in his garage. And I said, no, 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 wait a minute, you can't be doing that. And then uh, he said, do I need to ask the state of California? And they thought about it, and they said, no, go ahead and put it in. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, the charger he put in is like two 220s. Oh, that's put together. So I guess it'd be a 440 uh, worth of electricity yeah. and then it charges. I don't I think it I don't know how long it takes to charge. He can tell you all about it. But, um, you know, but when he was going to drive it to Tennessee, he had to plot his route. So he reserved he would have to reserve park uh, charging things along the way. Yeah. And some hotels well, I- now have them. And I understand that General Motors is going to be going all electric in a couple of years. But anyway, let me, let me tell you a little bit more about the price, okay? Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear this. All right. In 2026, new vehicles will have to average 40 miles per gallon under the new regulations, right? Uh, all right. With 40 miles per gallon, driving 100 miles will cost $11.55 in fuel if you're paying $4.62 a gallon. Mm. Tesla can range as low as $3 a charge for 100 miles. But be aware that gas prices will change, and in fact, will get lower as events in the world change too. But the only expensive thing about the charging is the batteries. Um, it's unlikely you'll ever need one. You'll probably get that car will probably fall apart before you ever need a battery. <laughs> but the battery capacity still averages 90% after 200,000 miles of use. That's not wow. bad. Not bad at all. I know he had one battery go out, and they they replaced it three. Yeah. Which is so anyway, strange. Tesla comes and gets your car. You don't take it to the shop. Oh, they do? I don't think they have a shop. I think they come and get it and take it somewhere, fix it, bring it back to you. What's that at West Town Mall? Uh, that is a place where you can buy them. Um, oh. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think they work on them there. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I think they, they sell them there. So there you go. Okay. All right. You want, you want some more? Yeah, I always want more. Buddy, I got more stuff. <laughs> okay, what you got? Well, you know, Pilot is looking to the future. They're going to put an electric charging network every every station across the country. Wow. So that'll help your son when he drives from west to east. All he's got to do is stop at a, a Pilot company or the uh, Flying J Travel Center. Coast to coast, they'll have one in the next year or so. And General Motors has pledged that they're going all electric cars. So, wow. uh, my, my 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 wife doesn't trust electric cars. Though. She just she thinks that's just a fly behind. You know, you got to have that piston energy going. But, <laughs> but She's all know. for the internal combustion engine. Huh? Absolutely. You know, um, the thing is though, if if it if you have to stop to charge it, it takes two hours to charge it. So you're going to be sitting there eating food at the pilot? Is that what you're saying? 
Well, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> a captive it's audience. Bad. It's not bad. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Ed here, middle of July, as it is, a little bit later. Um, other things I was noticing, the Tour de France will wrap up on the 24th. And I haven't paid any attention to that since, who's the guy that cheated? Oh. Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Since he was in, I, I mean, I and I ain't paying attention. Plus, I didn't care if he cheated or not. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't, whatever. What else you got? Anything? Or, or let's see, well, how far along are we? We might have to move on. Let's go on to the questions of the day, if you don't mind. And uh, right. we'll let you, we'll let you crank one up. Well, this is from a true experience, and, and it was I was traveling over to Farragut the other day, yeah. and I was at the intersection of. Campbell Station and what's that other road right there? Uh, well, it slipped my mind. But at any rate, there's a red light there, and it's probably the biggest red light in Farragut. I mean, everybody goes through this intersection because it's right off the interstate. Okay. And so I pull up there, and the thing turns red. And okay. I start. I thought, well, let me count this thing. So I was counting to seven, and it, and and that was it. I mean, it. it it, it's well. I mean, the yellow stayed for seven seconds. Wow! How how, how long was the yellow when you got caught? Oh, um, you talking about running the light, or are you talking yeah, about turning running right? The light. Running the light. I didn't get caught running the light. Oh, I really? I was turning right on red. Oh. So. Wow. Well, did did you caught. did you get you got caught? You're a criminal yeah. now. Yeah, wow. I am. And it was and it's ridiculous, you know. I was. It was me and three other people. Well, just, I got it. I got there. The thing turned yellow immediately, and before I could get through the intersection, it had turned red. And it's a scam. It's it a is. scam. It's a. Uh, it's it's a way to get money from you that is not, it's an unvoted on tax, and that's crap. And and as you and I both know, half the money goes out of the country or some you know corporation that lives nowhere near Knoxville, Tennessee. So well, Farragut. Voters be aware, because an alderman at Farragut last year told me that that's how Farragut makes its money on that red light camera. Well, they don't have—they don't get anything off property taxes. They don't get anything except a little bit off liquor. They should—they uh, should pull those things out of there. Yep. I don't like okay. it. What's All your right. question? Um, well, I noticed the other day when Biden was speaking, you know, he's our president. You may not know that. Uh, Biden's our president, and he was doing a speech, and he's doing the speech, and, and at the end, it says, it's, he said, and repeat this line, end of speech. <laughs> and he was reading, he obviously had never read whatever they wrote for him. Oh my gosh. And so he's just reading it for the first time and at the end says repeat this line and oh. end of speech. Like oh. he thought that was part of the speech. Oh. And yeah. but why I don't I think there need to be transparency in who is writing his speeches and determining what the where the country's going. I don't yeah. think he's making any of the decisions. I don't think he can make a decision. Well, yeah, that looked, if you saw that video of him landing in Israel, yeah. it looked like he didn't even know what planet he was on. They were leading him around. 
Yeah. You know, and, and the fist bumps, some Saudi Arabian prince. Good. I mean, the whole thing. It comes back to this, and this is what I thought. Your president should look strong, like a strong leader. And you compare Trump to Biden, and if they represent our country, we look like a weak country. Oh, absolutely. Very weak. So, very weak. Yeah. And then, you know, that fist bump, I thought, now where did that come from? It has to come from because he, he probably made the statement one time, I'll never shake hands with those people. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a, what a piece of work. Anyway, there needs to be transparent. We need to know that they should say, and this speech was written by, <laughs> instead of, end of speech, repeat this line. <laughs> All right, Dad. Tell everybody what the topic of the day is. It is the United States bridges. Are they in good shape? That's our topic of the day. Uh -huh. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, we're going to go down to Weigel's and get their milk of the month. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I don't know. I'm anxious to hear. Weigel's candy bar milk. What? Yeah, you candy bar milk. You can't have candy bar milk. Yeah, you can. <laughs> they do. <laughs> well, tell me about it. Well, you know, I think it just comes in a, in one flavor, normally a candy bar flavor, so it's kind of chocolatey and all of that. So anyway, I have not tried it yet, but I will before the next show. I promise you that. Okay. It's just it just looks like something that the kids are going to absolutely love. So when you have it, do you feel like you're eating a candy bar? I don't know, oh. but it looks good, it, and, <laughs> and I'm sure the kids will drink it, and and they will enjoy their milk. They won't have you won't have to fight them over it. I don't know how it would be in cereal though. You know? <laughs> well, I think you, you can say here have uh, some candy bar milk and a cookie, and you we've got everything covered. Then go to bed. Yeah, there you go. Good night. <laughs> Get in the bed. Isn't that what you used to have is milk at the, before you go to bed? Don't you remember That's that? Right. So stop in any of the Weigel stores in East Tennessee and have a candy bar milk. I like it. All right, Ed, the uh, bridges in the United States, are they in good shape? How many are there? And uh, maybe some of the famous bridges. And I think this is something that... Uh, has concerned me but just because I've seen some of the bridges around our own state. Um, but we continue to drive over them. And where was it? Was it Minnesota where a bridge collapsed not too long ago? Or I'd have to look that one up. But what's the status on all our bridges here? How many bridges are there across the U.S.? Well, I, I believe that there are 617,000 bridges across the U.S. <laughs> Holy smoke! Oh, my God. And 42% are at least 50 years old. Then they got to be questionably in shape because... Oh, you know, they're not. You don't fix anything until it's broke. And when it breaks, it's going to be bad. Yeah, that's true. Wow. They're really in poor condition. Um, and there's 178 million trips to take it across these bad bridges every day. That's unbelievable. It is. Wow. Well, and, you know, if they're over 50 years old, what'd you say? 42% uh, are over 50 years old. Bridges are not a cheap thing to fix, I wouldn't no, think. No. And well, uh, they, it would inconvenience people, and people don't like to be inconvenienced. No. 
It would take $22.7 billion a year to improve the condition at this rate. Wow. So well, that's a lot of money. That's probably it's close to the money we're sending over to the war in Europe. You know? <laughs> or or for, send, sending to, to some other country so they'll be nice to us. Yeah, and, and, and there's nobody left in that country, by the way. If you've looked at the news tapes and things, I mean, every apartment building is destroyed. There's no one there except a couple of old people. Mm. I mean, it's amazing. Everybody's left. So, whatever. Well, um, so 231,000 bridges in 50 states need are in need of repair. And it says the annual rate of reduction of structurally deficient bridges just for the past two years has slowed considerably. So we're not fixing these bridges. Mm. In fact, we're fixing them less often than we were. Now, you so, know what? I that? think this, this would be a good business for you and I to get into. Ed oh, and Bob's God. bridge fixing. <laughs> Problem is, you go before a governor and they say, oh, no, we'll put it off. It, it hadn't fallen in the water yet. <laughs> it, I, it hadn't. I don't, I don't think it will. So, unbelievable. I see this said if you spent that $22.7 billion every year, you it would take till 2071 to make all the repairs that are necessary. Oh my. And you and I will not be here in 2071. No, probably not. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? You, you just know something I don't. No, I won't be here. I mean, that's, that's 50, you know, 49 years from now. If they spent that much money, which they're already spending less, just to fix them and make them safe again. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I especially, you know, I, I go to New York. When I when I go to New York, you know, you come in from one of those airports, and um, you go across the bridge. You either go across the bridge, which to me looks a little iffy. I mean, New York isn't known for having a lot of cash, mostly wasting it. But then also, if you take a tunnel, which is like an upside-down bridge in a way, or, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you take a tunnel, I've been in those tunnels before, and I see water seeping in. Oh, yes, yeah. And I'm thinking, is this safe? Um, I mean, it just, I mean, everything's great until something goes wrong, right? Mm-hmm. You know, oh no, the bridge is in great shape. Oh, the bridge fell in? I thought it was at its end of life. I, I really <laughs> did. I, I told people that, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, well, what do you think the solution is to, if, if our bridges are in such bad shape, what is the solution? Well, the solution is we got to fix it or come up with some other way to travel. It seems like, now there's some, there's a bad bridge in East Knox County on the way to Gatlinburg or on the way to Pigeon Forge. And I see them working on that bridge all the time. It goes over the Holston River. Mm -hmm. And they, I know they, sh about. they shut it down all the time. They're working on it, up under it, and reinforcing it and everything. So I would, I, I, and, and of course they replace the Gay Street Bridge or the Henley Street Bridge they replaced. Yeah, Henley Street, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think there's, uh, there's some work done there, but it, it doesn't, uh, what would you think is the worst bridge in East Tennessee? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I mean, I've seen some railroad bridges that are terrible shape, but I don't have to cross them. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Well, I, th I would. Uh, I would think the Gay Street Bridge looks a little shaky to me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, but I don't know if they've worked on it or not. You know, we have here in America a thing called the Highway Trust Fund, and these are the funds. This is where the funds come from to repair the roads and the bridges. And you know how much you know how much money that fund has? How much money? Uh, well, they're about bankrupt. That's how much oh. money they've got. You know, they were talking about, you know, recently with all the gas prices, they've been talking about the taxes on gas. Right. Well, there's the federal government, you know, the states have a big more tax money on there than anybody. But the federal government has 18.3 cents per gallon of gas, gas tax on all gas. So you would think, Ed, with all the gas that's sold, that fund would have more money than you can shake a stick at. You would think. But it's almost bankrupt. Wow. So I, I just, I guess why I'm, why I'm wanting to do this story, it's kind of like a red flare over the bow kind of thing. Um, you know, if our bridges, 42% of them over 50 years old, there's going to be a point where something bad's going to happen. And it'd be a domino effect, Warren. Yeah, well, exactly. And if we, if you don't plan for the future, and to be able to fix things, I mean, if you couldn't fix your house when things went bad, you know, you're gonna let it just fall in. So, mm -hmm. I, anyway. All right. Well, what else you got to say about the bridges? Well, let's just pray when you go over them. That's what I do. <laughs> say a little prayer. Have you ever gone over a bridge and? and uh, and be a little nervous. Oh, I was sitting on a bridge. There's a interstate bridge. Where is that? Uh, Walker Springs. You know, the, there's a lot of tractor trailer trucks there. And I yeah. was sitting on that bridge, and that sucker was moving. I because heard, of, oh my God, I would have a heart moving. attack. Oh my God. It, it was moving. It was. <laughs> when, the, when the trucks would come over, and I was in the, the lane that wasn't moving, and I was moving. It scared me. So, yeah, you know, when you would go, before we hit interstates, and you'd go the back roads, and they had some of those old bridges you'd cross, and they'd say, only, it'd say a sign, something like, you know, no trucks or whatever, and and then you'd see a truck go over it, and you go, wait a minute. Uh, or it would, it would it'd be a one-lane traffic, one car at a time. Mm -hmm. If it's if it's in that bad shape, why don't we just do something? I'm not, I'm not sure. Or limit 10 tons. <laughs> Tell me how many is ten yeah, times. That's what I'm saying. You could come, come on, man. I mean, how come many? On, how man. much does that truck weigh? Let's weigh it. Before yeah. it gets over. Is that a ten-ton truck? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, tell everybody what's coming up, Ed, and then I have a sponsor of the day. All right. Coming up, we're going to tease our mailbox of complaints. <laughs> we're going to tease it. Yeah. Okay. Sound like Biden done it. And yeah, <laughs> and we're going to do your sponsor of the day, and also we got the mailbox and everything that we're going to look at. We'll do some complaints and stuff. That'll be fun. Because that's what we do. We we do that stuff. All right, Ed, been lucky. That's what I always talk about. It's the place. If you've never been, I run into somebody and they say, "I hear y'all talking about it all the time." I haven't been down there yet. Well, what are you waiting on? Been lucky. You can go down there, and I guarantee you, whatever you walk out of there with. It'll be more than half price. What they do is they take all these items that you would, um, you know, get that uh, that go back. They're sent back to Home Depot, those places like that. They don't restock them. 
I saw, uh, in fact, I saw a story about this the other day. When they come back to these warehouses, like all these places have a warehouse just for returns, and they just pile it up over in a corner. And then they put them in these bins, and then they ship them off to places like Ben Lucky. They buy them, they put them out in their bins, B-I-N's, and you go through them, and on Friday, everything's $7, Saturday, 5 bucks, Sunday, $3, Monday, a dollar, and on su uh, Tuesday, if anything's left, 50 cents, then they restock on Wednesday and Thursday. So a way to save a lot of money, and they got everything from power tools to toilet paper to dog food to whatever toilet you name. Toilet paper. Oh, yeah, wow. baby. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to wipe you out. Uh, get on down there. Ben Lucky there on Middlebrook Pike. They're right across that big KUB substation, 4426 Middlebrook Pike. Ben Lucky. Lucky. All right, Ed, open up the mailbox. All right, here we go. Petunia from Lansing, Michigan says, how many unsolved murders are there in the United States? Wow. This, uh, when we researched this, I was kind of shocked. Were you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 40% of all murders in the United States are never solved. That, that number just stuns me. I mean, I thought it'd be like 4% are not solved. Yeah. 40% of all murders go unsolved. I don't know, that just... So people are getting away with murder. Uh, literally, literally. Now, the other thing here, they said, you know, in the U.S., 90,000 people go missing every day. What? Yeah. 90,000 people go missing every day in the United States. Now, I guess some of them are eventually found, but that's a, st a stunning number. 185,000 unsolved murders in the U.S. since 1980. Wow. 185,000 people have killed somebody else since 1980 and they're walking around shaking your hand eating next to you at Cracker Barrel acting like nothing happened that's incredible that is it, absolutely incredible now I, it was my understanding that most murders happen from someone you know that's true or know you yeah yeah so this 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 means that they just can't prove it I guess yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I, I did a thing on the radio the other day about uh, cold case, mm -hmm. and uh, I had the guy from the Knox County Sheriff's Department come in. We did a cold case. Ed, come to find out, there were two unsolved murders within a mile and a half of where I live right now. <gasps> Good gracious. Killed in their homes. Wow. Both of them were stabbed over 40 times. Mm. And they got no idea who did it. And and I don't live in a bad area. No, you don't. <laughs> so, you know, of course, if somebody stabs somebody 40 times, they're probably mad at them. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got, Ed? What's next? All right. Here, here's Randall from Syracuse. Uh, gentlemen, what women have the greatest chance to become president of the United States? Oh, I know Ed knows this. He studies this stuff. Oh, yeah. Who would you Nikki, say? I would say Nikki Haley does. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Former ambassador of the United States. Now, she's a good speaker, and she's tough. She's smart. And uh, she's, she's watching what's going on right now and just, just letting it go, you know? Well, so, she might be we'll the see. first president. You never know. Who else? 
Uh, let's see, Joni Ernst from Iowa uh, is, is in there too. Uh, I don't think uh, uh, Governor Kim Reynolds of New Mexico, Susanna Martinez, I've never heard of them. Of course, you got Camelia Harris, <laughs> Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Yeah, I don't think they stand a chance. And Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, I don't think she stands a chance either. That, the article I read said she, uh, of, of top 10 women in America with a chance to become president, she's in the top 10. Yeah. That, well, that scares me. It does, doesn't it? Of course, we have some wacky voters out there. Absolutely. So, but you know, I haven't, I have not. Are there any Democrat candidates in Knox County? Any Democrats in Knox County? Yeah, I think they. I think the Democratic Party in Knox County has come alive, and um, and they're making sure there's a Democrat on every ballot, oh, whether they got a chance at all. But they they're putting somebody on every ballot. I'll tell you what's strange is this um, this Daniel Herrera guy that uh, took over the Knox County Republican Party. Yeah. They, you know, he was all in that city council race. He was all gun ho and involved in everything. They said this uh, this uh, you know election coming up August fourth that he's practically disappeared. Really? Isn't that weird? It is weird. Uh, and you think about it, you haven't heard anything from no. him, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but anyway, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's move along here, Ed. This is the Ed and Bob Show, and we've love to complain before we get out of here. So uh, Ed always likes to complain, and I do too. Would you like to start? I'll be happy to. My complaint is police and schools. Now, I'm not complaining about police and schools. I'm mm -hmm. saying that we should have police and schools. Just the opposite. Now, in Knox County, we do have officers in every school, elementary, high school, middle school. There is an officer there to enforce the law and prevent people from just coming in and having their way with guns. But obviously, that's not true everywhere. But I think everyone, it should be a federal law that there are police in every school. It seems to me that's the, the favorite place for these nuts to start shooting. Well, I would support that. Yeah. And, and, and uh, the, the, um, it can't cost that much. It should be a, a locking system, too, where you can't get in with, without an ID and give all these kids an ID and a, and a little card that gets them, you know, into certain classrooms or whatever, mm -hmm. something like that. Well, in Knox County, the only way you can get in the schools in Knox County is through the front door. So you, yeah, have, to go, you yeah, have to go by the office to get in. I've visited my grandchildren in school before and I have to go in and the officer's sitting right there at a desk and he watches me walk right into the office and then I have to sign in. They have to get my, I have to get my driver's license mm -hmm. and then uh, they check your driver's license. Uh, scan it, and uh, every time they scan mine, they say, uh, have a seat right there, sir. <laughs> and, uh, and no joke. And then they come over and they say, oh, there's a Robert Thomas in the system that we're not allowing in. We just need a little more information. And then they oh. verify who I am, and then I get to go in to read or whatever I'm doing. So. Oh, good. But I agree well, with you. I, I think that would solve a lot of problems, and at least... It would have us a spokesperson in there who would know what's going on and give us a heads up on what's going on. And these guys, you know, I've, I've witnessed some of the, uh, they, I think they call them, what, 
what do they call it? Some type of officer. Anyway, they, I think no, they um, resource officer. Resource. I, I see. They recognize. They get along well with the kids, and the kids go up and talk to them, and they're talking to the kids, and I think it's a good relationship. And it wouldn't be, you know, it, it should be mandatory. Every school in the United States should have a police officer. So we'll see what happens. I think the biggest problem is. Um, it should be controlled by the sheriff's department and not have so much involvement by the school board. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes I think school yeah. board brings politics into it and this, that, and you know, because the school board has their own security officer. And if he doesn't like the sheriff, then all of a sudden we got a problem just because they don't like each other. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. You ready? Okay. Yep. The United States Post Office just recently went up in price again. And uh, 60 cents to mail a letter. Wow. You know, um, I, of course, I can remember when it was a, what, a nickel. Now I remember when it went to six cents. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, postcard was like a penny. Mm -hmm. we've, we've gone up from there just a tad. I, I just, I, I think, <clears throat> I, I, I just seems like to mail one letter, 60 cents, for some reason to me seems a little... Stiff. I think they go up too quickly, and I don't. I think there's uh, I, the things that really weigh more. I understand why they cost more, but I'm not. I'm not sure about the sixty cents. So I'm complaining. Well, I, I would agree with you. I think the the. I think when they went up on it, they're doing it across the board, and I think these this bulk mailing systems. Yeah. I think they're getting away with murder, because they just you know they process their own mail, and take it to the post office and drop it off. That's all they do. Well, they and they think they're making money off these. I'm, I'm, I guess they are making money off these. All this crap we get in the mail every day. Right. Cut that yeah. crap out. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't want junk mail. And, I mean, that's what it's called. It's what they call it. I got junk mail. That's all I got today. I threw it all away. Well, anyway. So I'm over that. All right. Tell everybody how they can uh, listen to our show, Ed. Well, the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app, Spotify app, or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on Alexa. Tell your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boys? Tell her this, Ed and Bob show. Is your Alexa going off? <laughs> hey, uh, you know how you can comment on this stuff? It's uh, in the edandbob.com comment section. Email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. We're on Twitter if you'd like to follow us around. Uh, <coughs> Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. And we're on Facebook. Come on by there and check us out. Come on in and look at our faces. And a uh, personal shout-out. I got one, Ed. My good friend okay. Rick Ford. Macron Marketing over there in Blunt County, great guy, and uh, I always enjoy working with him. I don't know if you've ever worked with Rick or not. I don't think so. I think I'm a little older than he is. Yeah, I thought you were pretty old. I'm a young guy. <laughs> so, anybody you want to shout out to? No, but I love every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell everybody what our next show is, Ed, and then we'll get out of here. All right, our next show is going to be Roe versus Wade, overturned. What does that mean? Wow, that's going to be a that's a controversial topic. That uh, if anybody can tackle it, it's me and you. There you go, buddy. All right. Well, until next time, Ed. I look forward to it. Have yourself a wonderful week or two, and we'll see you then. Adios. Uh -huh.
happy. I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep Just like the 